What's going on, guys? Uh, first things first. I mean, happy New Year. Happy New you Year. You know, uh, it's the New Year's 2022, which is crazy. Yeah, it, is. it felt like June of 2021, like two weeks yeah. ago. Um, keep on keeping on podcasts. This is like episode three, three, and we're really happy to be back. And I mean, the first thing we kind of wanted to just tackle, obviously, is yeah. we're in the new year. Resolutions. Those 2022 goals. Yep. How do you maintain those goals? How yep. can we keep those goals? Right. Because a lot of people like. Myself included. Yeah, all, all These are my goals included. for 2022. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna start going to the gym more. You and just then, seeing, like, yeah, mid January, you're kind of like, all right, I'm. Right, and so then yeah. it's hard, you know, keeping that consistency. 100. percent So fall back into old patterns pretty yes, quickly. That yes. motivation doesn't last as long. And man, now it just kind of popped to me right now, seeing how fast time goes. Yeah just makes me one like just makes me really like think in perspective of like if you just stay consistent the mm-hmm. time goes by so quick that mm-hmm. you might think that those results might take forever right let's say in, in for example just working out is yep. a perfect you think ah oh, eating clean for four months straight damn that feels like forever but that time's gonna come regardless it's co- and it comes so yeah. quick and it comes quick and what kills me is yeah. when you look back and you're like wait i said this four months ago mm-hmm. what if i had just stayed just consistent st- for those four with months? it yeah like where would i be right now yeah. uh that could be applied towards I anything consistency is the biggest uh i guess determining factor in people's new year's resolutions coming to fruition for sure a lot of people they get into this hype of the new year and not nece- and it's a necessary hype it's a fresh start it's a like a renewal in a sense it's like chapter one of a new year and and why not make the changes that you want to make but the issue comes when people stray away from that mm-hmm. and they fall back into old patterns like the motivation leaves and somebody might be good for a month might be good for two months but all of a sudden like they see an ad for something or they they go out with their friends and somebody gives them like you know, like here, have this drink or have this, you know, meal or whatever. Let's and then order all of a pizza. sudden you yeah. order pizza and you can't say no. And in a certain situation, then like you, you know, it start, sort of compounds. You're like, yeah, yeah I'll have a, this will be my cheat day. And then you, it carries into the next day. Like, oh, it was, you know, I just had a meal yesterday. My cheat day is 24 hours. So mm-hmm. let me eat it now. And and then that becomes a two, one day becomes five days. It becomes a week. And then, and you then fall back into next, patterns. yeah. And next thing you know, you're kind of like. Oh, I'm back to my normal, just like... You just don't feel motivated to do it again. You're like, oh, I'll wait till a Monday or I'll wait mm-hmm. till the next month or... And it's that constant it's just that pushing, pushing it, it off. back. Next then, thing you know, you're like in May, June and you're yeah, like, crap, you're what like if I... Half year's gone and, and you realize like, hey, had I just stuck with it where I would be at. And But it's hard. It's, it's easier said than done, you know, like when it comes to consistency because uh, like motivation is not... It doesn't last. So you have to kind of be pulled in a way to mm-hmm. making that commitment to yourself. David Goggins says it best. He's like, he thinks motivation is, is it's bullshit. Like yeah. you just, it's all about just discipline. Like yeah. you have to no, look 100%. at it as like, just like, 100%. like a hard ass. You have to just be yeah. like, no, fuck motivation. I just need to be disciplined. Yeah. Kobe talks about it. He talks about like ne- negotiating with yourself. Mm. It's like, you know, when you wake up earlier, you set that early morning workout and you wake up and you don't want to get out of bed. Mm. It's that negotiating. Like, uh, you know, you could sleep a little bit more. You could take the next workout or you can work out a little later or whatever the yeah. case may be. But it's like that self-negotiation where you should be like, no, like I already set the term for myself. Mm-hmm. We're waking up. We're putting in that workout at 5 a.m. Like that's it. Yeah. We're getting up. Just that building that calluses in your mind, yeah. basically. And it's, it's tough. And honestly, bro, like you build self-confidence when you do the things you say you're going to do. Every time, yeah. Like a lot of it, it like self. People always ask, how does where does self confidence come from? It comes from like preparation, being prepared, obviously, like putting in the work. But it also comes in by doing what you say you're going to do. Yep. 
like by making those promises to yourself. Like if you say you're going to, you know, for example, make your bed every single day of the week and mm. don't do that, your mind's going to be like, oh, you're a liar. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't really mean what you say. Yeah, so like then you so don't believe almost in like what subconsciously. you say. Brain just tells you like, you're not, you don't mean that. That's not real. You're not going to do it. And then you feel less motivated to do something else because your brain's just going to give you an example of something that you did before that didn't pan mm-hmm. out because you weren't consistent. So I think that's huge. It's it's true, man, because it literally, yeah, when you set out something and you do it, you're kind of like, all right, I did that. What else can I do? Yeah. I did this. What else can I do? And it's just kind of like that domino effect. You look at like the biggest, the most successful people in the world, like they'll, their first recommendation will always be like believing in yourself. Mm-hmm. And then that belief comes from repeatedly doing what you're saying you're going to do. And you believe in yourself more. And then like you avoid this kind of PTSD of like, you know, you didn't do it before. So like you, you have a hard time believing it in the future. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to lose so-and-so pounds this year. But you're like, oh, you didn't do it last year. Or you didn't do it the mm-hmm. year before that. Or you didn't do it the last time you made this promise. And then you beat yourself down when in reality, at like any moment, you can decide that, look, I'm going to change my life. That's it. Whatever happened in the past is the past. The past does not have to equal the future unless mm-hmm. you live in the past. You know? Yeah. If you constantly are going back to things that didn't work, you're going to see more of things that didn't work. And if you believe that things will work and then that like whatever the past was, was the past and you're going to make a change. See, it takes like a moment to make a change. Mm-hmm. It may seem like it took years to get to that moment of change, but it's it like takes a, a moment. When you just make that decision. When you make that decision, like no more. Like I do, I love you, or I quit, mm-hmm. or whatever the, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. It just takes a moment to change the course of your life. That's true. And because it, it, it's interesting what you're saying, how that builds that confidence, because it's happened to me so many times, right? Like I tell myself, I want to eat clean, yeah. like low carb, just eat really yeah. clean for this period of time and at first it feels like ah oh, like what's the point right yep. but like once you get past those like first two or three days you're kind of like okay like i'm three I'm days three in days now in, yeah. i can keep doing this yeah. and i remember and it's a perfect example because i hit i was like i hit like a little over a week of yeah. eating clean yeah not only did my body feel good but yeah. like i felt more confident i was yeah. like damn like my body's feeling better i was starting to notice already in a right. week just yep. certain little differences and you do, you, you build a confidence like, man, I've been, I, I stuck with this yeah. for a week. And what happened was I had a, a birthday. Yeah. It was like my mom's birthday or yeah. something like that. And it was like, like my cheat day. Yeah, it was my cheat day yep. because it was my mom's, my mom's birthday. birthday. You know, it was like an Italian restaurant. I was like, all right, fine. And, and it, what was a good feeling is I, I felt like I earned that meal. Yep. You know, I yep. felt like I earned it. I, I had the pizza. Exactly. I had the, and I felt great. Which, there's nothing wrong with cheat days. Yeah. There's nothing. Exactly. Cause you it's need as something long as to bouncing back. Yeah. You it's know? making sure that you stick with it as a one day or a cheap meal, whether that be one meal mm-hmm. or a cheat day where it's just one day and it doesn't carry over. And this is that example. Yeah. Cause like I did, I felt great. Cause I was like, I earned this meal yep. and I ate it and I was like, and I didn't feel guilty. My body yep. actually felt kind of like it, it didn't feel well. as yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You t- you take it differently. Yeah. Uh, and I felt good, but then that was perfect. Right. And I, th- after that is when I should have been like, all right, now let's go back. back. But for some reason I just slowly, like the next day I was like, Oh, I'll have this leftover, and, yeah. and day after day, I just kind of slowly started falling back, back into, into a patterns, normal yeah. eating habit yeah. as opposed to that strict. I'll give you my example of like what made me realize like eating well was, you know, beneficial was like, I'd put in a week of workout, working out, 
and I'd put in like a week of like eating really well. And I realized my level of soreness at the end of the week was not the same when I was just eating whatever I wanted to eat. Really? It was just drastically different. And then, like you said, when you put in a week of like eating clean, you start to see results. Mm-hmm. And then you don't want that result to fade. So like you're willing to do anything. You get like addicted. Yeah. Exactly. But then, you know, like, so I'd done the detox. It was 21 days. After 21 days, I was like, I'm going to reward myself to a cheat meal. I rewarded myself to a cheat meal, and then one meal turned into, like, another meal, and then... What did you get? What was your cheat meal? Taco Bell. Taco Bell's always my go-to cheat meal. Taco Bell hits the spot every time, man. Those quesadillas. But that's exactly it. Like, you start, like, oh, but the quesadillas... Bro, you start negotiating with yourself, like, ah, I can get back, but oh, just one more day is not going to hurt. I just did, you know, 21 days of super clean eating. You earned the cheat meal. It's just just being like, okay, now Now time to refocus. Yeah, like... That's that's keeping that's, that discipline. That's the discipline that's right it. there. That's all it is. And it's so that's so interesting. But like that could be applied towards you know anything. Anything. Like, you know, yeah. right now we you know we were just talking about Spider Man before this, yeah. and like I you know I saw the Spider Man movie and all that, and I just really got like this motivation. Or you know, obviously I, w- I want to get into the filmmaking. Yep. That's my thing. And watching that movie and seeing like such what an experience it was for everybody watching, yeah. seeing it three times in theaters and seeing just what a crowd pleaser it was how it moved people yeah like an art form moved you know massive individuals and it moved me and i and and i I just started thinking about like you know my goal of you know trying to you know become a filmmaker a director making movies and trying to have just to be in that realm and and take soak that that in for others and And the discipline and just thinking of like, how can I be more disciplined? How, how, what, what, you know, thinking of my goals for this new year. And, oh, yeah. and I started having a lot of like doubt, you know, it's of course, of course, right. We always have the doubt. And I just started having a lot of doubt. Like, damn, like, how do I get there? Uh-huh. I even started, this is a really bad rabbit hole, but I went down this rabbit hole. Spider-Man got me in a whole mood, man. Like yeah, it was no, so good. I agree with you. And it got me through this state of just like thinking of my career. Yeah, like yeah. Get me, how can I be? in that position yep. and working with people like that or whatever, yep. you know? And I just started, you know, going down this rabbit hole. I think a lot of people go through is like, I started almost like comparing. I was like, man, like Tom Holland is my age. He's yeah. 25 years old. Yeah. I started thinking about that. I was like, this guy, this kid who's a Spider-Man fan, like all of us, yep. you know, we grew up watching like the Tobey Maguire uh-huh. movies and then the Andrew Garfield. Or even if you didn't watch the movies, you were a fan of the comics way before the Anything, movies even came yeah, out. Right? You, know? you had the toys. And exactly. And imagine just growing up watching these movies and you're living your dream yeah. of being able to act. As that. Yes. Yeah. And that's so huge. I, I just put it's that crazy you mentioned that. I went through a similar, similar thing with the whole spider-man thing or after seeing it just seeing it was just it was it it's inspirational also and it's all it almost invokes a sense of like and it's not bad you guys just got to check it it's like an envy in a way i don't know it's uh, like you check it the, uh, you a lot of people going through it is it like a post spider-man depression is that <laughs> what people are calling it some people i read comments like uh, yeah. you know watching videos and yeah. people are like i'm going i feel like i'm going through a post no way home no way depression. home <laughs> And maybe it's that, and it's it's that good. And I started thinking about that. You start comparing, like, man, this person at this age, and and it's, I I don't even know if it's envy. It's more of just like it's comparison. Yeah, just but comparison, like yeah, but comparison, it 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 invokes like envy and inspiration are just inches apart. Mm. Like it's like it's not necessarily from a bad lens. 
it's more like you reflect on yourself and like why am I not there at that yeah. point in at this point Good in my point. life? It's not yeah. you know it's not necessarily like oh why does that person have it? Fuck that I, guy. Yeah, fuck, yeah. yeah, I hate that guy. Mm-hmm. Like not not necessarily from that lens, but like it it invokes that like almost inspiration in a way. Mm-hmm. Like how can I create something great? But it's hard to be like comparing your chapter one to somebody else's like chapter twenty. Yeah, that's you know? what I try to. Or tell whether myself. you're on chapter five versus somebody's chapter like. Mm-hmm. Marvel is chapter 100, yeah. you know, and, and, yeah. and, and anybody can get to chapter 100. They just, like we said, you have to stay consistent. You have yeah. to build that discipline. You have to put those that you have to put the time in. Yeah. And then obviously there's grace and there's opportunity and things that come randomly mm-hmm. that can expedite your process. Yeah. For somebody like Tom Holland, like we don't know what his journey was leading up to him becoming this Spider-Man or whatever. And that's what I like to do. I like to... <clears throat> I like to people I look up to or anything yeah. like that. I like to look up like, okay, how did you get to that? How point? did you get there? How did yeah. you get there? I always, yeah. uh, funny enough, the other day, uh, there's like a YouTuber I watch. He's a Den of Nerds. He does uh-huh. like, cause again, I saw Spider Man. So I was yeah. watching a bunch of videos on yep. you know, YouTube, and his videos are really great. He has like a good, you know, uh, community and established base. Right. And the first thing, cause you, we always look at like the final product. Yep. And like how good. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm never gonna get to that. Great. Yeah. And a part of me was like, let me look at his oldest first video. Yeah. And I hit the little filter and I put from oldest to newest. And he started five years ago and I looked at his first video and I saw the quality difference. Yeah. Very bad quality. Like yeah. that starting quality. He didn't even have a mic. It was just yeah. him in his room talking through like the camera mic. Yeah. It was very bad quality. And I just started like that gave me that sense of like, man, like you see, like everybody starts they, in you, the same place. It's you'll never really see somebody's chapter one that's being glorified. It'll mm-hmm. always be their end or not even their end. Like whatever that is for their, them, like whatever it's their, their peak, their, pivotal their peak, moment, yeah. the moment. And we we won't see like what the original starting spot was. Exactly. So that's why it's nice, at least for like YouTubers and people that content create, you can actually go back and see. Yeah. At least for the people that don't archive their stuff. Like, you know, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people that just, you know, now I'm this. So let me just Let me hide all this old other stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the people, like, at least as far as YouTubers go, you can always go back mm-hmm. to, like, that original video or the original starting spot. And it's a nice, like, inspiring moment because it, like, I saw a meme just last night, which was, like, don't worry about what the end looks like. Mm-hmm. Just do. Mm-hmm. If you start, like, things will start opening up. You'll meet the people that will put you in a better position. You'll put yourself in that environment and then one thing leads to another and all of a sudden you know like everybody who's made it who's done something they always look back and they're like it was all that it was a it was a couple things it was believing in themselves that this dream is worthy of achieving for me and it was and it was just putting in that work on a day-to-day basis and sticking with it and things unraveling and then meeting you know you one thing leads to another Mm -hmm. and you meet a person that leads to you know you never know i have a perfect example of this because again i've been doing this a lot yeah i know uh i i another person kevin feige yeah producer of all the marvel movies and i was like i was watching a behind the scenes making of wandavision because again i've been watching makings a lot and just all this stuff i've been really inspired and I was like, how did that guy get there? Yeah. The biggest producer of all time. We didn't know his name until yeah. now. I was like, how did he get there? I started looking him up. I started watching videos. And he did an interview. And he was talking about how he started in the yeah. business. Uh, he he started getting into film. And, and he applied you know, to go to USC yeah. in California. Yeah. University of Southern California. And he got rejected five times. <laughs> and he just kept, he just kept applying. Right. And he said until... He's like, the grace of God, I just, they accepted me. I guess they needed an extra body. (laughs) And he did his thing and he graduated. 
and he got an internship at uh, the Donner's company, which is the director of the Goonies. Okay. He had his own production company with his wife, and he got an internship there. And with that internship, then he got like a little receptionist job. Yeah. And then he, from that, he got, uh, you know, this is over a course of maybe like four years or so, five years. Then he got like a PA job. Mm-hmm. And just... He's just working, working at it, working up, at yeah. it. And he said PA job, he was literally running around, like getting coffee, like just bare minimum work. And he thought he had made it. He yeah. felt like he had made it, yeah. you know. And during that, just kept working at it. He they 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 eventually got him to an associate producer mm-hmm. position, which is like a starting position for a producer. And he's just working his way up. And he produced some of the Toby, you know, Spider-Man movies yeah. and stuff like that. And then he met randomly. He met the CEO of Marvel. Oh, I don't wow. know if he's still the CEO, but at, the, at least at the time at he the met time the CEO. CEO Marvel back then was a little office. They're almost, they're going bankrupt. You know, yeah. Marvel wasn't what it is. No, now. of course not. And he talked, they were talking about comic books and a lot. And the CEO was actually really impressed, impressed by, by this. Him. And he took him in and oh, hired wow. him at Marvel. To become the like head of Marvel. Oh jeez, that was in two, he graduated in ninety five. That was in two thousand when he got hired for Marvel. Then we got so we you know we got some Marvel stuff at yep. the time. You know we got the Toby movies or the X Men. Yep. Two thousand, I believe, eight or nine. I think it was like two thousand eight was when we got the Iron Man. Yeah, when and Iron Man came out, off, yeah. that kicked off the MCU. Yeah, hence him becoming the biggest producer, producer of, all. of all time. Yeah, and just. Working as a receptionist, mm-hmm. production well, assistant. If you look at it from '95 to 2000. 2008, just 13 years. It's like that saying: like you got to put in the 10,000 hours of the 10 years to become a master at anything. Yeah. We don't know Tom Holland's 10 years, 10,000 hours to get to being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. What we see today, you know, just small roles. He was doing smaller roles. And Probably started when he was way younger. Oh yeah, he's been acting. Yeah, yeah, super so. young, and he just. Obviously, auditions for Spider-Man, they were accepting yeah. our applications, yeah. and, and he got it, you know, and I, I do think he was meant for the role. Yeah, you I know? think so, too. I think even Stan Lee says, like, Tom Holland was his vision of what Spider-Man was. In he the embodies it, both aspects of it perfectly, yeah. and, and it was just, you know, and it's just a perfect example of just the different paths, Yep. you know? I mean, Kevin Feige right now, he's 48. He graduated in 95 in five years. He was able to get a position at Marvel. But also yeah. thinking of the risk, you know, he took the risk. Oh, of course. You Marvel have to take wasn't the risk. a secure thing. Yeah, they were going no, bankrupt. Yeah. Superhero movies weren't the thing yeah. at the time. They were or even him applying five times to USC. Like USC. Like he, he had a vision for what he wanted out of life and he was not going to. And he, I'm sure even he didn't see. He just kept applying. He just kept applying. Like he didn't see in his mind he obviously maybe wanted to be a producer but he didn't see like oh i'm gonna be this head of no marvel yeah. or this and that like he just didn't know that that was gonna pan out but it it, panned it just out. happened and he didn't even know he wanted to be a producer at the time that's oh, the that's funny crazy. thing like he was into filmmaking yeah and when he got that internship he noticed like the on the wife's side donner yeah. miss donner yeah she was more of the producing aspect and then the husband was more like the director he would direct the goonies and stuff yeah. like that and just naturally him learning and seeing these things he was like oh like she seems to be doing a lot of cool stuff. She's yeah. always working on all these yeah. movies because she was producing. Yeah. And that kind of drove him towards the producing, producing side. Yeah. And then that's where it just started going. He said it, like, just going up the ladder yeah. and working I think hard. a lot of it is also just trusting the process. Because mm-hmm. what you 
think you might want out of life may not be what you need. Mm-hmm. And and like for something like that, like he didn't know he wanted to be a producer. He just like filmmaking. Yeah. If you have like a vision for what you want out of life, just pursue that, and you never know where it's gonna take you. It's true. You know? I didn't think we would be building a podcast in 2022. That just wasn't you know. Didn't really think much of it. I knew I wanted to get into like that space though. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I wanted to speak on things and and have that voice. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I knew a lot of people like would ask me like I would make these long captions and be like, oh, you should you know write more. You should talk a little mm-hmm. bit more about this type of stuff. I didn't know how it would pan out, but I knew you know we shared mutual interest. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you already run another podcast, so I was yeah. like, it just made sense, and we got here. We're on episode three, and we had we and had just, gimmicks like of just when you were on my 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 other podcast. Yeah. We kind of caught each other like doing talking this, yes, for yeah. hours and hours about this. About we talk about like social media and uh-huh, like and just it's the usual mental stuff. And, stuff. Yeah, it's, and it, it just pan out to here. You just never know, and we're nowhere near where we want to be. Let's mm-hmm. just, you know we're oh still God, the yeah. whole point of the podcast is to keep on doing what you're doing, in pursuit of your vision of mm-hmm. what you want out of life. And to not give up. I think a lot of people, Mm -hmm. things don't go their way for a week or for a day or for a month or whatever that time frame is, even a year. And then they just fall back and like, it's not worth it. And, and no, like you have to be like, no, it's worth it. I'm going to chase it. And whether that means you have to take up a job or you have to take up two jobs to make sure you support your vision, but still take out time for that vision and Mm -hmm. not fall into the same rut of I'm going to work, I'm coming home, I'm drinking a beer, I'm watching TV, going to sleep, doing the whole thing over and over again. It's doing work, coming home, and then building on that vision mm. somehow, some way, and then moving forward. And and I think that's very important because a lot of people, like, they get caught up in their rut, and then they just go from milestone to milestone. It becomes, I'm working now, now I got a girlfriend, now I got, you know, I got to propose to my girlfriend. Certain mm. time passes, obviously, in between, but mm-hmm. I got to propose, now I got to marry, now I got to support her, I got to support me. Like, what am I going to do pursuing my vision? My dreams my seem vision? unrealistic, yeah. yeah. Mm. Other true. people have it easy. This person, you know, got lucky, got lucky, whatever the excuse that you make, there's everybody that come like there's people that come from worse off situations that have done everything that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And if they haven't, you could be the first one to build that path for somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. It's uh, that's, you know, that's so true because you could get caught up in that. It it's happens just life to me. Will, yeah, of course. You life know? will, life will <clears throat> put you in like a situation where you feel like you have no other. Yeah. way then to just be stuck in a in a rut mm-hmm. and not follow because bro dreams like if you look at it like you said like there there's risk yeah you could spend years and not have that certainty of knowing that it's going to work out it's just what it is but if you build that certainty within yourself that i'm just doing what i need to be doing i need to be doing i need to be doing and then it pans out you I, know? the um this there's this filmmaker again because I've been reading up on all these people. And I just read this yesterday, and he was talking about it's what it funny takes how to much make you, it. You do this, and like I f- find that similarity that I do the same thing. If I'm watching a movie and I see that I really resonate with somebody, mm-hmm. first thing I'll do is I'll look up their Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. When did they start? What was their early life like? Yeah. What got them into? And you'll be astonished by reading people's. There's a quote from Kobe Bryant that said, "There's power in learning about others' journeys to help your own mm-hmm. or to manifest your own." It's and they're like it's true it's so true it's like you have these muses that you don't even know are muses but you see that they've done really well and then you can read up on them and see like just okay like they, how they got to here exactly. or how they got to there and exactly. uh this uh damien chazelle he yeah. um young director 
he did Whiplash. I don't know if you've seen Whiplash. I've seen Whiplash. And then he did La La Land uh-huh. and all these big movies. And he started off, you know, just trying to make movies. He had a script for La La Land. It wasn't getting produced. Yeah. He had no. So he started working on this other one, Whiplash. And it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. Nobody was taking it. And one of the producers gave him advice and they said, why don't you take a scene from that, make it into a short film. Yeah. And like show that, put it in a festival and to get to give producers an idea of what the movie is like. Because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously a movie about a jazz drummer is not something yeah. that producers are going to be like drawn yeah. into. And so he did that, whatever. And he did his thing and that ended up, it become it became a huge hit it's on the festivals. Movie, yeah. And they wanted to produce the full movie it won the, at the festivals and they produced it. And he was talking about how just... And then La La Land, he won Best Director. He was the youngest to ever do it. He got it at 32. Savage. 32 years old. Savage. He got the youngest to get an Oscar for Best Director. Wow. And he was talking about how you can get a thousand no's. All you need is one yes. yes. You just got to be right one time. That's all, all he would say. He's like, That's so you have true. to just be con- persistent, but also listen. Yeah. You know, he was saying he was arrogant at times. Yeah. And he listened to the producer's advice about just making it into a short film, get a piece of it, make it into a short film, and then add to that. And he listened. He took that advice and it worked. And and he was saying it's just a thousand no's. All you need is one yes. yes. And that propelled him to because then when Whiplash, you know, was it did great at the Oscars and it did amazing. Then they're like, oh, what else do you have? And he's like, well, I got this La La Land script. Yeah. Then he did La La Land and La La Land became what La La Land was. And now he's in the business. He's established. He's established. He just needed. Yeah. This reminds me of the, the Sylvester Stallone story. Oh, I don't know if you've heard this. Yeah. He's 30, struggling actor, needs money, gets so bad that he has to sell his dog at the local mm. gas station for like 100 bucks. That's crazy. His dog, like his, you know, he loves this dog so much. He has to sell his dog. And he's just sitting like times are bad. And he finally writes this. He sees this boxing fight. I think of a Rocky Marciano. Okay. And he sees this fight on TV. He sees that he's kept getting knocked down, kept getting knocked down, but he, keep, he, he keeps getting up. Mm. Writes the script for Rocky. Writes the script for Rocky. And pitches it out to different film. Like, he, he's trying to be an actor at this mm-hmm. point, but he it hasn't gotten anywhere, but he's written this thing. He's now going to studios, like, here. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, he gets an offer for, like... The, the studio loves the script. He's like, gets an offer for like 100K, but he's like, no, I want to be the actor. I want to be the main guy. Studio's like, no. Goes somewhere <laughs> else, pitches it again. Somebody says, we'll give you this much, but you know, you can't be the actor. He says, no. Finally, like time passes. The studio really likes the script so much. They're like, we'll give you 15K. You can act, but we want the script also. Takes it. Or no, sorry. He gets like, I think it was 30K. Okay. He gets 30K for the script. He can finally act. He negotiates it down to like 30K. You can act, whatever. Studio says yes. He goes the next day to go and get his dog. Sees, like, he goes to the gas station day after day after day. Finally, he sees the guy who has his dog. He's like, yo, like, I just want my dog back. I'll give you a thousand. The guy's like, no, it's my dog now. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I'm not going to sell you my dog. He's like, you know what? No, but like, you know, I really want this. So finally, he works it up to 15K. And the guy finally says yes. Like, okay, fine. And eventually, that guy and his dog end up making a cameo in the first Rocky movie. Wow. And that's how, you know, Rocky becomes Rocky. Sylvester Stallone becomes Sylvester Stallone. Now you have Creed movies coming out. Yeah, it's it's a whole whole brand. And he himself is a whole brand. Like, he's Rambo, this, that. Mm -hmm. 
He's just betting on himself. That's incredible. He's just betting on himself. And I think... You think the dog recognized him? I think probably. <laughs> you know, I'll think about it. That's incredible, man. man. That's I, probably... You like look at, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, I mean, everybody they say Hollywood. Ar- Arnie's story's funny. He made his first million in real estate before he even became a, wow. a an actor. But he had he had a, he had a struggle too because he came to Hollywood and they were like, "Who's gonna hire you with that name with, with that, that funny accent?" accent like, yeah. Who's gonna? And then he, you know, he would go and work, and then he'd take acting classes at night. Like he was just he was hustling, all while lifting. Yeah. And what I respect and he didn't really is that become mentality. Become successful if you think about it, like until his thirties, mid thirties. That's crazy. And you look at somebody like a Tom Holland, who's you know at twenty five, he's already mm-hmm. amassed this level of success, yeah. and he's probably gonna you know amass more. That's not to like, but that's not to take away from Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. at 25 when he probably wasn't anybody. Different times Different too. Different time zones. Different times because I'm, I'm so sure <clears throat> if Arnold was getting successful today, mm-hmm. let's say if he was making like a Terminator today, yeah. I'm sure his pay would be so much more. Oh yeah, 100 percent in terms in of that like, aspect yeah. of it. But I think he still would have. It still would have taken him that time to become who he yeah. was. Yeah. Because it, like, it, he had this journey. He, he was like journey. this he lifter first. But even then, he had to go through it. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about it, if it had been given to him a lot earlier or a lot sooner or just given to him, he probably wouldn't have turned out to be yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And what I love is that, that just the mentality that I think he has a lot of, you know, uh, Sylvester Stallone or The Rock, you know, it's whatever they're tackling, they want to be the best, best at, at it. it, you know. He tackled like lifting, right? Yeah. Like weightlifting and the competitions, mm-hmm. and he won. He was what was it? Uh, Mr. Olympia. Mr. Olympia. Like a bunch of times. A bunch of times. Yeah. Then he's like, I want to get into Hollywood, and he destroy. He tackles Hollywood. He becomes the biggest action Actor. star. Yeah, exactly. And then from there, he's like, I kind of want to do get into governor. politics. Yeah. And then he governor of California. And he just tackled yeah. all these things and Different goals things, yeah. that he wanted and did it. Did it. That's so. Yeah. It's underrated Amazing. when you can you can just give up so easily now and just choose something else. He could have just retired as an actor if he he could have stopped there. Could have been like that's all I'm gonna be is a, a weightlifter, a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he could have he would like you just see today like bodybuilders they do the bodybuilding thing, but they're also building mass followings on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like this is my day in the life of eating, or like this yeah. is my lift for today, and like hundreds of thousands, millions of people are watching these videos. So yeah. I feel like there's so much opportunity and you just have to believe in mm-hmm. you just have to bet on yourself it's a cliche saying but you have to like i believe in my vision my dream whatever it is is going to manifest no matter what i'm just going to put days just have like that together. killer instinct yeah. yeah it's just there's no other mm-hmm. way to put it, it really you is know? That. you just gotta tackle it's what i want and i gotta get it That's it's it. and it's interesting and i was talking yesterday to one of my um supervisors at work I, I think i mentioned i wanted to mention yeah. this to you i was on my break right i was yeah. eating and of course just overthinking about you know what we were just talking about right like i was like my, my career like where, where do i want to go yeah. am i running out of time you know <laughs> i started thinking all these things yeah. and i'm there eating and and you know and then he comes and he sits next to me he's like, oh is it okay if i say yeah, yeah sure this never happens because yeah. we usually eat on different times yeah. or whatever and then we just start talking because he's uh He's into like music yeah. and, and he asked me about my filming stuff, whatever. So we started talking. I kind of just start venting like, yeah, man, you know, I'm just, you know, like when I'm just, I have a lot bottled up, it just kind of comes out. I was like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, with the filming stuff, I just, I feel like I'm running out of time. I'm not sure what to do or what my correct path is. I just started yeah. saying, am all I doing things. the right thing? 
Yeah. yeah. Am I doing the right thing? Should I be doing more? Should I taking, you know, all these things. And then we were talking for a bit and he's like, man, like, and he asked me how old I was. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm 25. You know, he's like, Justin, you have so much time. Like you're so young. Yeah. He's like the, fa- and it kind of stuck with me. He was like, you're so ahead because you're young and you know what you want. Yeah. And he's like, that's something that a lot of people hear because we we're sitting in like a break room with a bunch of employees. Like that's something even a lot of people here don't even know or go their whole lives not knowing. Yeah. And he was like, some people don't even know to look. Yeah. And that, that hit me. That hit me. Like, and that's so true. You have people that go to the everyday life and they don't even know, like they have the feeling of like, I'm not really happy, but they don't even have the thought to look. Yeah. Or that just that awareness to be like, what do I like to do? What, and so that really hit me, you know, it? David Goggins said something like most people live lives of quiet desperation. Somebody said that. Yes, I've heard it's it. Like I don't know. Constantly go through life just hoping, wanting that something's going to change the course mm-hmm. of their life and they become everything that they want to be. But that's crazy that he said that because it's exactly true. Yeah. That you do. You're like, bro, you're 25. Yeah. And like, I used to think of that thing from a, a basketball standpoint mm. of like, am I doing the right thing? Do I have time? Mm. And I used to think like, you know, basketball is a smaller window mm-hmm. than say filmmaking. Like filmmaking, you could really do this at 89, 90 years old if you really mm-hmm. wanted to. Yeah. You know, imagine the experience and the level of knowledge you're going to have about filmmaking yeah. at 89, 90 and growing through this technological change that's happening. Yeah. Bro. It's it's almost a guarantee for that to happen, like for life to turn out that way. Mm-hmm. Given, you know, you live to be ninety years old. Given you continuously work towards this dream mm-hmm. of yours by not 80, 90, Like if you really think about it, like that many years, you're bound to be successful. Yeah, it just has to happen. If that yeah, makes that's sense. That's exactly what what, what he was saying. And him coming to sit next to you is like that's grace. Yeah, like you said it never happens. For yeah, him no. next to you, you'd event, and for him to be that person that gives you the right type of advice at no. the right time, that's grace. No. That's I, like I, one I, of those moments where, like, you know, like, I don't know what people believe in, and I'm not going to force any beliefs, but, like, that's like God was mm-hmm. speaking through him in that moment, telling you, like, yo, you're good. Mm-hmm. And to not take that advice lightly and just be like, oh, it was my supervisor telling me what it was. It was like literally life telling you you're on the right path, and that you're doing the right thing, and that, like, like it was literally the right message. You know, when people are like, yeah. Oh, they're looking for a sign. That was a sign. Yeah. <coughs> to it's like, it's really weird. And you don't, you can't really, you, you don't really think cause it, things like that happen also to me. And you think like you sometimes overthink it to like, Oh, it was just a conversation in passing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just a moment or like, but sometimes we let those signs that are actual signs just go. Mm-hmm. And they're signs to tell us like, Hey, you're doing, your best and just keep with it, stick with the path and you're going to turn out the way you want it to turn out. It just might take a little longer. It might take a little, you never really know, right? You might meet somebody this year that can expedite the process for you five, 10 years and you'd never know. Like, you know, it could just be a person. It could be a, a, an opportunity. It could be a short film that you do that just expedites everything. No, I know there was this girl on social media that, that had been putting out videos for like 11 months about kind of similar stuff like self-development stuff like that and just a couple weeks ago went from i think 2,000 followers and now she's at 22,000 followers Mm. she was putting out reels every single day self-development reels all of a sudden 22,000 followers 23,000 followers that compound effect 
of like having that content there and then like it just blew up it just it takes one it just exactly yeah and you know i'm sure for herself she has like a, a larger vision than just 22,000 followers but it's a part of the process and it just happened like it, she just got to 22k now from 22 to 100 is a mm-hmm. lot easier than going from 2000 to 100k you know what i mean yeah same thing like where you might have a short film this year that might blow up and all of a sudden you ha- you're requested to do so many more different ideas mm. and you're called or you're hired or this and that. And all of a sudden you have so much on your plate that you wouldn't have even imagined. Yeah. It's, it's all possible. It's really interesting. I don't know. Life is weird because, is. you know, things like that happen and, you know, you just kind of like, whoa, okay. It's, it, it's almost trusting that you're being guided. And no matter that everything that is happening in life is happening for you and you may not understand what it is in that moment. But looking back, you'll know why it happened, you know? It's interesting. Like, you don't know why something bad is happening or why something's going wrong or something's not panning out the way you <laughs> want it to. But, like, when you put in the work and all of a sudden you make it and you look back like, oh, I needed that to happen for it to. Most of our problems come when we feel like it's not happening as quickly as we want mm-hmm. it to. That's most of the doubt, most of the frustration, most of the... Because if you really access, like, the core version of you that really wants acting and, and filming and it's for creativity it's no. to express who you are as a person it's to express your love of a craft mm. it's not any of the superficial stuff mm-hmm. that makes sense you know yeah. it's not like it's not necessarily the reward of a, a lot of people it's you constantly doing what you love to do mm-hmm. and doing it in a level where a lot of people are impacted by what you do yeah but that core That's essence of it is that created creativity the love for the craft the you know, like you see things that other people don't see when it comes to filmmaking or mm-hmm. when it comes to writing or when it comes to that yeah. world. And it's more so appreciating that than it is appreciating maybe what the feedback is, you know? Right. Yeah, it's... Because the feedback will come. Mm-hmm. But as long as you constantly access like your core true essence, which is just the love of Just art, doing the thing. The art, yeah. You'll be fine. It's It's really interesting, man, like how... Like, if you let it, like, the universe just kind of guides you in a weird way, you know. I was at a point maybe a few months ago where, I, you know, I thought I was going to get promoted at my job. Yeah. And I was doing, I was working really well at my job or whatever. And I kind of, I was like, I was doing great. Like, things were just yeah. happening for me. They're like, hey, you know, you're working really yeah. well. They gave me, like, you know, employee of the month, all, right. all that stuff, whatever, right? Um, but then, like, school wasn't going like too well like school was going but I w- it wasn't as good as i wanted it to be uh like teachers were okay i was like ah oh, whatever yeah and so i'm at a point where i think i'm gonna get like a promotion for this job right and so i i had to make a choice of okay do i take this promotion but it's, it's gonna be full time it's yep. gonna be like a supervisor position how is that going to affect me with school or my other stuff, my podcasting, yeah. you know, my, 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 yeah, my aspirations yeah. basically. And uh, part of me, I was like nervous about that because I was like, am I taking like that plan B route or yeah. whatever? So I thought about, it, I was like, you know, I'm going to do it. I'll make the extra money and I can apply it towards my stuff. I, you know, I, 100%. I feel like that was me like convincing myself. And so I tell him, yeah, yeah. Like I'll, I'll I took a couple of days to think about it. I was like, I'll, I'll do it. Right. And funnily enough, 
I that same day from what they told me after, but that same day that I mentioned that someone else had applied as well. Like yeah. that moment I'd said yes. Yeah. And then obviously more qualified, whatever, whatever, whatever. And they told me, oh, Justin, you know, like we found someone else, yeah. whatever. And at first I was like Whoa. upset because I was like, I mean, you guys asked me like, yeah. you know, whatever. But and that same weekend. So they tell me that <clears throat> then the next day or two is when I actually st- I start filming for my short film yeah. that I did for school. Yeah. And it was right after that. And I go to film and again, I'm like, all right, let me, let's go film, you know, my, my class at this point, I was a little discouraged mm-hmm. and I go to film and I have such an amazing time yeah. filming. It was hard. It yeah. was exhausting, yeah. but I had that spark again, yeah. that spark I always talk about. Yeah. And it was an amazing feeling. I was like, this feels amazing. Like I can actually do this as a career. Yeah. And that weekend I filmed the whole weekend I collaborated and then we filmed another short film right. the following and I was like, Oh, this is what that is. Like, and now looking back, I yeah. was like, the universe literally said, hold on, hold on, hold on, steer this, this way. way. <laughs> like, like you were having trouble making the decision, but the universe was like, and I made, it's almost like if I made the wrong decision, and like, yeah, it's awesome. literally like the universe was like, wait, 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 let's go this, this way. way. Like stay what you're doing yeah. like this is clearly not not meant to be just keep going this, this way because it was like that bad news that i thought that right after it was redirection really was that just that reminder of like yeah. this is what you love to do yeah. don't you know tarnish that tarnish that yeah and then i got that it was such a great feeling i was like oh my god dude, i, I gotta, love this I, I gotta find that feeling and then that often, same yeah. weekend i filmed I had a great time. It was so much like fun, even yeah. though it was exhausting for anybody else. It would yeah. be like, dude, how do you like this? Yeah. But like, it was just so fun collaborating. And yeah. a lot of my, I feel like my like positive, like features or characteristics that I like to use in work. Like mm-hmm. I like communicating with people mm-hmm. or working with, like I was able to utilize all of it in this position, yeah. this field. And then that same day I filmed, I was having an amazing time. I went to go see Dune. It was opening night of Dune. All right. Uh, you know, the, yeah, the, of yeah. course the, the great movie. Yeah. So I, I'm filming. I have an amazing experience. And then I go see this movie that same night, like at nine o'clock. And that movie's amazing. Yeah. And then that just instilled more inspiration boom, boom, on boom. me. Like so much. I saw that movie like three times yeah. in theaters. It I'll, stacked on the... It just stacked. All yeah. this in the same... Like probably same... Less than a week. Hey, this is what you're supposed to be doing. I it's a sign, don't get bro. the promotion. <laughs> it's yeah, a like, sign. I don't get the promotion. <laughs> Maybe a day or two yeah. after... I'm filming. I'm getting this experience. It's an amazing it's experience. That's beautiful. That same night that I film, after I film, I go to go watch Dune. Wow. I get from a filmmaker that I love, yeah. and I get this huge, ma- another wave of inspiration. Yeah. You know? And then the actor that's in it, he's my age. That's Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. He's 25. I get that other, you know? Yeah. But I wasn't even thinking about that at the time. I was just like, all these different things of like, and another wave of inspiration like damn i want to do that yeah this movie's so good like and that director denis villeneuve is one of my favorites and i got to watch that it was so good so dope and then the next day we filmed day two of filming and that was an even better day we got shots and we got so many things yeah all this within three or four days just 
promotion. I don't get the promotion yeah. to filming. Yeah. Watch Dune, get inspired even more, then wow. film again, and that weekend is done. And I was like, what just happened? <laughs> and I remember going back to work being like, oh, like why am I even here? Yeah. Because I wanted to go back to that That's, moment. Yeah. And since then, I just haven't looked that's back. That's a great. That's a great um, point you've made. Is just take note of the signs. It's so crazy. That life gives you. You know, life will reinforce you when you're doing what you want to be doing. I think. Yeah. It, it's so crazy how that happened within. That's beautiful, though. You know. Yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Dude. Like it's almost. Like, Can't believe you almost took the supervisor position. <laughs> yeah. You know, and. And I At that moment, it was probably like, you know, you were, you were making a rational decision. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I should probably And you know that. what's even more crazy? The supervisor I spoke to yeah. was that, that was giving me advice was the one that wow. got the job. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's insane. And, and when we talked, he was telling me, he was like, yeah, man, you know, he's like, you're young. Yeah. Like, he didn't know he was into music. He didn't study music yeah. in college. Yeah. He did something else. And he's like, I wish I did just because it was earlier in the game and I yeah. would have learned. But he ended up learning it just later. Like yeah. he kind of got into it later on. Yeah. And he was telling me like, you're young, man. Just just go for it. Yeah. You know, and it's so weird because this whole story I just told you about this promotion, all that. He was the one that had applied that took the position, the position away. And yeah. I completely understood he was qualified, whatever. Yeah. And it's just weird. And then yeah. here he is That's telling insane. me like. Keep going. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, that would have um, never happened had he never gotten the job. That conversation, that conversation or where I would even be. Exactly. Like maybe I would start leaning maybe towards. You might not have done that short film the way know, it would have. It would have worked it, out it, a little different. You might have had other responsibilities. Maybe at this point, I probably. Yeah. Like I, I, I've, that was my biggest fear. Like, oh, what if I take but I don't have time for my things. Yeah. But I guess me just trying to like convince myself like no no i'll make the time and i'll yeah. figure it out yeah. you know but you know full-time and part-time are two very different things oh, very different. you know yeah. and staying late and yeah it was just very weird and he told me he's like yeah you know some people stick with like that plan b route or you know and they kind of don't pursue yeah. it or they meet someone and that holds them back or yeah that job that you feel and he was just giving me all this advice i don't know it was really weird it yeah. just kind of came full circle in that moment, wow. You know, it was really weird. And this is like the last two, three months, you know, because that was in October when I thought I was getting the promotion. Like it, at my job, it seemed like I was like, wow, like this is yeah. really, you know. And I feel like what I learned from that was like if I can take that work ethic and just those qualities that I bring to a business and yeah. just actually apply it to what you want, what I'm interested or yeah. what I want, you know, like. Obviously, I apply it to, you know, the podcasting or right. filming, but also finding that studio like a 100%. Kevin Feige, that workplace that 100%. with like minded people that lifts I can you bring up. those qualities. Yep. I'd, I'd be able to launch up in that business. 100%. No time. 100%. And that's something I think I learned, like yeah. looking back now, yeah. it's like, oh, but why would I get all these opportunities here? It's just looking back, like, look at what the value, look at the value you bring here. Yeah. Imagine bringing that value in what, in your studio, in a, yeah, in a studio 100%. place, and starting small and moving, I don't know. It was a lot that yeah. I just, it, I just that comes in, but it's just those things of the universe just guiding you in its own Fact. weird way. Fact, it's crazy. I feel man. like that's a great pot, spot to end the podcast. Yeah, on. right. I mean, it's, that was a long, but like, no, but it's you know, it was weird. People need to hear that. People need to hear to trust their instincts, and like if a point on the New Year part is just. 
understand that you know you're being guided throughout the year. Whatever's happening in life, you may not understand it in the moment. You understand it like maybe months later. Yeah. You might realize like why I needed to happen. What was the purpose behind it? And to trust that, and and to trust the signs. Like when somebody tells you, "Hey, like stick with it," or you know, yeah. like even trust yourself. Maybe you, you might get the voice that says, "You know what? I don't want to quit, or I don't want to stop doing or pursuing this thing." And then to listen to that and 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 own that because sometimes it it is a higher being that's speaking through either somebody else or through your own mind and they're reminding you like hey like stick with it or keep going or whatever so, the case may be so strange but it's it's true especially yeah. when you're feeling at a low point because like, yeah. well, i was feeling at a lower yeah. point and just don't dismiss those little signs it's like little 100%. nudges yeah. it's little nudges a simple conversation because I was is. feeling a little like worried and just thinking a lot. And then he sat there and we talked for a bit and I just, I took it in. I was like, yeah. Oh, like, okay. You know, yeah. cause I can talk about this stuff, you know, with friends, family, loved ones. And they're always giving me the best advice. And we as humans, like we'll take it and yep. we embrace it. But you know, it's people that It'll we hit know different when it's strangers, but when you have a stranger, yeah. And he's not a stranger, but he's my, you know, we don't talk. It's not somebody it's not who's a family member, a loved one or a friend who you can just kind of brush off. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times when we think somebody loves us, we'll just brush off like the good things when they say to us, like, oh, they just love us. Yeah. Or like whatever the it is. positive like, feedback. Yeah. Like, like just like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, they have to say that. They're like, you know, that's my sister. That's my right. brother. That's my, but like sometimes like when we hear it from other people, it just resonates more. Yeah. But, that doesn't take away from, you know, when you have some, exactly. Like I've learned to kind of embrace that yeah, as well and not overthink me it. Me too. But I think when you have something that's out of the ordinary or that feels kind of like, yeah, out of the no, ordinary. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, let me take this for a it's second. Great. And um, it's happened to me a couple of times at work. It's usually yeah. at work. You know, I had a guest I was working and I was just like, I don't want to be here, man. Whatever. I was going through some stuff. And I had a guy that was like, oh, you know, your name is Justin. He said a joke is like, oh, you're just in. A lot of people tell me like, like you're just in the right place. Like you're where you need to be. Oh, wow. Super random, random ass guy. Yeah. I was just trying to give him a, a card or whatever. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, Justin, that's a cool name. Because like you're just in like you're just where you need to be right now. Wow. Grace. And he was like, you know, just, yeah, like, just yeah. remember that. Like, you're in the, pl you're exactly where you need to be. You're just right wow. where you need to be. And I was like, oh, crazy. Th thank you. Thank you. And yeah. change your mood instantly, probably. I just, it made me think a little bit more yeah. like, oh, like, okay, like, right. just keep going. Yeah. You know, because sometimes keep on keeping like, on. Keep on keeping on. It's facts. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, life is crazy. It is. You know, and embrace life's crazy. And yeah, <laughs> you just have to literally just, just take it, feel what you feel, but mm -hmm. just really absorb. You really got to absorb the world. Yeah. And with that, 100%. I think will help people a lot. Yeah. Because if you don't, yeah. if you're just very arrogant. Like stop waiting to be happy in a way. Stop putting your happiness off for like that job or that relationship mm -hmm. or that career. And to start harnessing those feelings because happiness, like any other emotion, is a feeling you can harness at any time. Mm -hmm. And we think that if we're happy that our drive for certain things just diminishes. But in reality, your drive for those things just comes from a better place. Mm -hmm. You probably pursue it with a lot more passion because you feel a lot better about yourself. And it's not a lot of stress. Yeah. That makes sense. Not a lot of tension. That's absolutely True. right, man. Embrace that you are exactly where you need to be and that you trust you'll get to where you need to be. And that eventually everything will work out the way you want it to. So. 
2022. Uh, any anything else before we wrap it up? More I blessings, think, uh, more health, more prosperity to everybody who's listening. Much love from the both of us. Yes. And um, that'll sort of wrap it up for me. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for you so watching much. and for listening. Yeah. And we'll continue to bring you more on a weekly basis. Weekly basis is episode three. Yep. More to so come. Many more. Yeah. More to come. 100%. So thank you guys so much for watching, for listening, and to the next one. Yes, Goodbye. sir.